it's time to crank up the truth. I'm Val Selby, and over the decades of working online, I've learned a most important lesson. Mindset owns your business. If procrastination, imposter syndrome, and a lack of focus have been blocking your biz, then I'm here with Val Full Volume, ready to help you see choices that you're making. Get ready to own your personality and use your expertise to create the business of your dreams. Now is the time to make changes and live your best life. So let's get to it. Hello, beautiful person. I've been on Zoom all day and yet here I am still like amped up, ready to record. It's one of those days where you're just going to go with it. Like other days I'd be on Zoom for an hour and a half total and I might be like, twitching and losing my mind. Today, this is like <laughs> two and a half, three, uh, three and a half hours total I've been on Zoom and here I am. I'm just like, what else can I record? I'm going to record all of the things today. Let's run with it. <laughs> Let's run with it. So today I kind of, I didn't kind of, why am I using the word kind of? Um, 80s popping out of my face. I want to continue the discussion from episode three. Episode three, I was talking about your imposter syndrome, right? So today I want to talk about your expertise. And oh shit, I bet your imposter syndrome just like flared, right? And jumped right into your head and go, expert, we're not an expert at anything. What the hell is she talking about? I'm not an expert. So tell that voice to shut up, <laughs> tell it to shut up and let's put it in its place and not put it in its place just a little bit, but let's put it in its place a lot, a lot. So expertise, what does that mean to you? If somebody has expertise in a niche, a field, what does that mean to you? Does a thought immediately pop into your head? I know for the longest time it did. I I had the thought that these are the top people in that niche, absolute top people, right? Professors, degrees, certifications. They are the ones creating the certifications, maybe all of that stuff. That's immediately what would pop into my head. And then more would pop into my head. Well, it's, you know, something that this person is the absolute go-to for for this platform, for this software. Like when you when you think of Pinterest marketing, you think of this person. When you think of a member, you think of this person. When you think of WordPress, you think of this person. People pop into your head for, for stuff that you use. They pop into your head and they pop into your head because you think of them as an expert. Did they start out as an expert? I guarantee not because a lot of those platforms we're probably not even out when they started marketing. <laughs> so that means when that platform came out, they had to go and learn it. And then you know what happens when you're a sharer, when you're a teacher, when you're a trainer? What happens is when you start learning things, you talk about it and you talk about the fact that you're learning it and people follow along because as you're learning it, you're teaching it to them and probably in a different way than the platform is doing it because you're deciphering it. And so it's a little easier for them to pick up. So your step, your two steps, your three steps ahead. As my friend Kelly McCausey said, she's, you know, she's got a coaching ladder. I will link to it. 
I will put a link in the show notes to it because it was, it was definitely one of those things that I had to have that visualization of the ladder that she created to get it into my head. Because for me, for a little while, it was like an all or nothing thought in my head of, okay, well, you're either at the top or you're not. And since I'm not at the top, that means I'm not an expert at that. And it took that visualization of her ladder that she's created to show me that, oh, you know what? All of my life, I have been helping people that are one or two steps below what I've learned. Not below me. (laughs) They're not below me. They're just one or two steps behind what I have learned so they can learn from me. So that visualization, like I said, I'm going to post it on there so you can go and take a, a look at that visualization as well. And, and hopefully that, that will help click a little bit in your head. But definitely take a look at people that you follow. And since we're in business, specifically, especially in your niche or people that you follow in business that you really totally dig and, and start thinking about why. Why do you think of them as the expert? Why are they the go-to for you? What makes you want to go get more information from them? And I bet for most of us, I bet for you, the first reason that comes to your mind when you say that that's the person that you want to go to for such and such, it's not because they have a degree in it. I bet that's not the first thought in your head that you go to them because they have a degree. Now, I want to start the rest of this with the understanding that I am in no way at all putting down degrees, okay? Not at all. Nothing to do with that. Nothing to do with that. Nothing. I I do not believe everybody needs to have a degree, but I do not belittle degrees. Okay. So that has nothing to do with it. It's the fact that that's not the first thing that anybody thinks about. And I can say this for a fact for almost everything that I've ever done. Went back to school, got my, my personal training degree. And while I was doing personal training, not a single person ever asked me where I got my degree or what my grades were or any of that. They didn't care. They just knew I was the expert and they'd heard me you know, in the gym and I was the one that they wanted to work with. Isn't that ironic? Now, I knew that there were ways that I could go into personal training a million different ways and a lot easier than the way I went, but I went that route because that's what I wanted. I wanted that specific education. And I'm still glad that I did because I still use all of that college education for everything I do because coaching is coaching is coaching is coaching. (laughs) So I can look back now and realize that, ooh, that was perfect for so many reasons. (laughs) So take a look at that specifically. What do you look at? Why do you feel like they are experts? And I want you to take a look at that because I want you to start looking at the things that you do and God, I'm trying to find the words. Not a good day for, for a lack of words, I guess, for the correct words. It's not permission. It's not forgiveness. It's not any of that. I want to give yourself grace in the fact that maybe you don't have a degree in it or a certification in it, or you're certified from the company to teach it or anything like that. I want you to take a look at what is your experience with it? And a lot of the times, how many people have you helped? You know, maybe that specific 
platform or rewriting emails or any of that. If you're already helping people, then you already have some expertise because you already have people that are are thinking of you like that expert. They're already thinking, hey, I need help with X. I'm going to go to her and have her help me. Or somebody brings up the topic that they need help with X. And that person is, oh, hey, you need to go talk to her because she helped me with this. That's how expertise works. So once you've started working on that, and that's going to be a process, that is going to be a process. It's going to be something that you're going to have to work through for a while and and do the reminder of people come to you for X, Y, Z, probably the whole alphabet. You're probably unaware of how much people do come to you or look for information from you in certain areas, especially, and this is a very big especially that I've learned in midlife, that by... Let's see, I'm 49 now in a quarter, I think. (laughs) I'm in my last months of 49. And so over the decades, I've gained experience. Have I not? Over your decades, you've gained experience. And a lot of the problem with figuring out what your expertise is, is your expertise is that thing that you probably do without even thought. There's no thought to it. You just get it done. It's like not even something on your list that you're like, oh, I don't want to have to do this again. It's one of those things on your list that you're like, yeah, I can't outsource that because I know to outsource somebody else, it'll take an hour and a half. And I do it in 20 minutes, except for you don't even have that thought process. It's not even a thought in your head to outsource it because you get it done in 20 minutes. (laughs) It's no big deal. And those are the things that you are an expert in and don't even realize. So I challenge you to write down things that you do in your everyday. And I mean things that you do in your everyday because you never know where this is going to lead. Cooking, baking, folding laundry, all of that stuff. What of that stuff do you feel like you're, I was gonna say better than average, but that's a different mindset to work on better than average even, and we're gonna start small. So I would, I would, I would say, okay, if you've got one through five, five being expert, three being average, what are things that you are at least a two, if not a three on there? And I've got stupid stuff popping through my head that that I'm definitely a one or a zero on, like like organizing closets, (laughs) folding laundry, (laughs) stuff like that. (laughs) But there's, there's people, look at Mary Kondo. There's people making money off of that. And then there's a lot of other people that are just like, are you kidding? That's just what I do. It's just, I like my closets clean. It's like, well, but not everybody does that. So other people might want to learn. So those, those are just out there cooking, cooking, baking, all of that. Those are just some, some thoughts on your everyday that you could take a look at. I mean, write it all down, gardening, creating lists creating documents, Google Sheets, Microsoft Excel. We'll go back to Google Sheets because I'm so proud of myself. I just finally figured out how to create. So a sum adds up at the end of a row. I'm really freaking proud of myself for that. Because <laughs> I just tell myself over and over again, I don't know what I'm doing in there. And then I decided to Google. <laughs> it took me five seconds. But there's been times that I have found people that are really 
proficient, really proficient in Excel or Google Sheets. And I've tried to talk to them and tell them this is marketable. And they put it down. They're like, oh no, anybody can do it. I'm like, no, we can't all do that because we don't want to care enough to go and figure it out. So we just don't use stuff like that. And that's marketable. It's marketable to go and create Google Sheets for people that are made specifically for them. You could market that. It makes you the expert because, I mean, you would be like five steps ahead of me if you know how to do stuff in there. You'd be my hero if like all of a sudden I had these forms that did exactly, well, they couldn't do exactly what I want because I don't know what they could do. I don't know what I don't know. And that right there is what makes us experts is we know things that people don't know. And they don't even know how to go and Google it because they don't know the questions to ask. But you've already figured it out. You've already learned it, you know, not necessarily through education or that kind of like. It could be just life experience that's taught you that and you taught yourself. So take a look at all of those things that you do regularly. You think you're at least a two or a three on, you know, it could even be hopefully writing emails, writing for others, creating scripts, editing video, editing audio. Some of that stuff might come super easy to you. And then you can be the expert in that because there's other people that don't know that much and they're ready to learn. And they don't want to learn from somebody who's been doing it for 400 years and is like out of touch with the brand new basic beginners because that's something that also happens. It is a draw to go to people that are just a couple of steps ahead of us. It feels more touchable. It feels more relatable. Like, like okay, they're not way, way up there working with the big dogs. They're down here closer to my level, so they're going to get it. Much more relatable, right? So take a look at all of that. One of the other things about expertise is being credible. So it's your experience and your credibility that you bring for your expertise. Now, when I'm saying credibility, it is, in my opinion, walking the walk. It's walking the walk. It's these are things that you are doing and know how to do. Now, when I say that, if you're a social media manager, I know that your social media account might not be the best. I just, I just know this for fact, right? That your client's stuff is probably coming before your own. And that makes you doubt. It'll totally make you doubt. You're like, well, who am I to do this when look at my stuff? And, and I get that. So take into account the fact that, yes, your accounts might not be looking amazing, but your clients do. Okay, so that's where the credibility comes from. The credibility is not what your account is looking like. The, it, the credibility is what your clients' accounts look like. That said, of course, it'd be better if you worked on yours, but I know how that works if you're into services. <laughs> so I know that this one's a huge one for me, and it was actually something that led me out of personal training. I know looking at me right now, I'm, I'm not super healthy. I'm definitely not in my athletic athletic build that I used to be in. And that's when I stopped because as far as I was concerned, my credibility was going down the tubes. And that was my personal 
things that were going on, I was not walking the walk anymore. I was asking my clients to do things that I was definitely not doing. And that's when I had to decide on doing other things. That's when I personally had to battle with the fact that, you know what, I'm not, I am still an expert in this. I could still train on this. I still know all of the same information, but I knew my credibility wouldn't be there because I was not walking that walk. So that's why I bring in credibility in there. It's, it's also one of the reasons why I share the mindset stuff that I'm working on, because I can't tell you <laughs> all of this stuff about mindset and not be working on it myself. And that's just a thing for me for credibility. Um, I, I know that's just part of, of my makeup that I need to be walking the walk in order to help me feel more of an expert in that area. So, so look at the credibility. Look at where you have credibility. Look at what you are doing or not doing. Because sometimes if you're not doing it, that's, that's what's holding you back. That's why you're not making more money is because you feel like you should be doing it this way because that's what you're training and you're really not. So you're having an internal struggle. And that's why I bring up the personal training because that was my internal struggle. I had a hard time getting new clients because I knew I wasn't walking the walk, so I didn't feel credible enough to be out there looking for clients. So take that into account. If you're not feeling like the expert in your niche, in your field, you did choose that expert. You did choose that field or niche because you did know at least a thing or two, if not 20 or 40. Take a look and ask yourself, okay, if I don't feel like I'm an expert in this, but I want to feel like I'm an expert in this. What would that mean for me to feel like I'm an expert? Now, in some cases, you might need to go get a certification or a degree or more training, and then you'll feel like an expert. And that's okay, because that's what you needed in order to feel like that expert. That's why I went back to school before I started personal training was because I wanted that more information. I wanted to have that information stacked in my head because I already knew I, I totally could have been training without it. Absolutely. I'd been in sports all, and dance all of my life. I'd been coaching forever, but I wanted that for myself so that I could instantly pull it up in my own head. My getting my degree was all about me, 100% about me. Was probably one of the first me things that I really did in my life. And even though I'm not technically using it, I'm absolutely using it. I'm using every bit of what I learned for coaching people. Goals are goals. Growth is growth. Mindset is mindset. doesn't matter if it's because we're going to lift weights, because we're going to run a marathon, because we are going to go talk on stage it's a lot of the same mindset. So I learned a lot with that degree that I'm still using. So still super excited about it. <laughs> All right. So I want to leave you with another thing when it comes to expertise. And this one's a little bit tougher because we project, well, once you've started working on what you're projecting into what you're an expert at, then I want you to take a look at what you are thinking other people think about you. Because that's the second part, which is actually just like a 1A 
because it's still the same. This is still going to be exactly the same thing when I get this out. You don't feel like an expert because of your view of what you think would be expert material. You might not think that other people think of you as an expert. You might assume other people don't think of you as an expert, but the only reason that you are thinking that is because you don't believe yourself as an expert. So really take into consideration when you are like going through that imposter syndrome of, well, gosh, they're not going to even think of me as an expert and they're going to be like totally what, what does she know? You know, that's all your head. You need to get out of other people's heads because you don't know what they're thinking. Even if they tell you what you're thinking, you're still putting your thoughts into what you're hearing. So, so take that into consideration that you need to get out of other people's heads and what you think they think. Own what you're good at and then share with confidence because you're good at it. And when you're good at it, you can help others. You can help them build their businesses. You can create those products that they can't create. So go share that newfound confidence. So stick around for next week. Next week, I interviewed Tara Hayes. So that'll be coming on. We're going to talk about anxiety. She is an introvert. You won't get that. You won't, you won't hear that at all in the, in the conversation we're having. It's awesome. And we're going to talk about ways to get through the anxiety because she's been, she's been working with it for quite a while and I was excited about what she shared. So stay tuned for next week when we're going to talk about that with Tara Hayes. Thanks for being here. Thanks for listening to Valful Volume. I can't wait to talk with you again and I'd love to bring you more information even quicker. So if you are ready to move past your crap and be less in your head, I'm ready to coach you. An excellent first step is joining us in the Boss Mindset Membership. You can find it at valselby.com slash join dash membership. That's valselby.com slash join dash membership. Now go out there and create the biz of your dreams.